0: Bush and Ritchie here. Welcome to another slice of our daily takeaway, our podcast and more. Uh, if this was a pizza, I'm thinking takeaway here. What pizza would this show be? Pepperoni. Spicy. My, my favourite. <laughs> Bit fruity.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking it would not be the Hawaiian, because that, that's just too. Contentious. Is that the one with um with pineapple on it?
0: Pineapple. People who get that are just weird, weird. No place for that whatsoever. I'd like to say meat feast. I like do like a meat feast as well? I to be a honest meat with you. Feast. Well, there's one meal right. This is a bit of a tangent, but there's one meal that I feel needs to be bro- brought back, and it's down the road of the meat feast. It's the mixed grill, pub oh, mixed grill. Whatever yeah. happened to the pub mixed grill? Yeah. There was loads of them around at one point. I remember having it going. We all had one for my mate uh, Jeff Stagdo. You know, we were all there, sitting there having uh, you know lamb chops and sausages and all. it's like a butcher's dustbin. And then it's just dis- disappeared from, from the United Kingdom, and I lament that. Uh, Mixed Grill, and we've discussed this within the last month, um, potato wedges. Yep, they've gone as well. I don't understand how food just disappears. Still there. R.I.P. those great foods. Sleep well with that da- angels. The Daily
1: Takeaway. Russian Richie's Daily Takeaway. I'm going to be straight up with you. I don't know what kind of show you're going to get from me today. My word, am I tired. I'll tell you something. Counting sheep does
0: not work. Sort of the age-old get-back-to-sleep manoeuvre.
1: Even getting off to sleep, mate. I'm, I'm normally a good sleeper, and for whatever reason, and trust me, while I was lying in bed last night, I could not find one, I could not get to sleep. It's not as if there's a massive thing on my mind or anything like that. I had such a bad night's sleep, still awake about one o'clock in the morning, and then woke again at
0: half-past two. So did you? were you asleep for a bit and then kind of... Bubbled back awake, or you just literally couldn't get off at all? I,
1: I, I took ages to get to sleep, obviously, did fall asleep at some point, and then woke up again at half two. So I had obviously gone off to sleep, but I was like, yeah. how have I just woken up again? This took ages. To... What is going on here? Uh,
0: do you know the thing that winds me up about not being able to sleep? People always judge you thinking that you've got like, uh, I don't know, like gangs after you. Yeah. Or, you know, you've got like uh, something on your mind. The, What's up? The triads trying to get <laughs> yeah, you. You <no, laughs> no, no, it can be something as little as like a song going around your head. Do you know what I mean?
1: Exactly that. I mean, I mean, I was turning the pillows over, I was trying on my back, on my front, on my side. Do you know what I even got down to? I was thinking, right, i tell you what I'm going to try and do. I'm going to try and remember my paper round from when I was a kid. Wow. I'm going to walk myself through it in my head <laughs> and see if I can remember wow. each house that I had to go to and what papers they had. Because surely that's really boring and that'll get me off to
0: sleep. Is it weird that I'm imagining your route in 8-bit graphics like the original <laughs> game?
1: You really were desperate. So, I, it, heaven forbid this happens again tonight, but counting sheet doesn't work. And the paper round thing, I don't think it did. Unless I did fall off to sleep doing that, I'm not sure.
0: I've got got—I've got a cracker of a suggestion for you, but let's see what other people have got. Because yeah. if this solves your... Because this could become a thing. I don't want it to be... No, no please don't talk about it too much. It for could become be, a be thing. awful. Uh, thankfully,
1: no one so far has come and suggested the Home Time, uh, podcast, which is great. It, it's about... To, it will happen before five o'clock. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, Andy says, two variants of county sheep. Try to remember all 32 stations in my fire brigade. Also try to remember the kids I went to junior school with. Friday with (laughs) secondary school, not so successful.
0: Lying in bed naming children's names. That's interesting. (laughs) Do you know what I do? I listen to uh, audio lecture series. There's this thing called The Great Courses, and they've got Mm -hmm. like, you know, as as if they just record university lecturers doing stuff. So at the moment, the one I'm listening to to go to sleep and get off to sleep is uh, The History of the Peloponnesian War. Right, here's a little clip of it. I was listening to this last night, here we go. Tyrants ended up being um, very similar to what Americans today would think of as dictators. That is, strong men who seize power, so is, oh, that's
1: timely, isn't it? it is, is, is part of your thinking there, then, that it will send you off to sleep, but you'll take in the knowledge while you're sleeping? This is it. Wow. Well, I'm,
0: I'm learning whilst I'm completely unconscious because <laughs> of Scotch. <laughs>
1: this is fantastic. Uh, Lee says, supposedly, pouring boiling water over lettuce and letting it stew for a while, then drinking the water, works.
0: That sounds like witchcraft. <laughs> it's also sounds disgusting. You get ducked in Bristol Arbor for less than that. <laughs> uh, this text says, I like this, I try... Reverse psychology and force myself to keep my eyes open and stay awake. With my stubborn brain, this always makes me fall asleep. That's quite clever. Reverse psychology. We've got Archie on the line. Archie, you got a sleepy tip for Richie, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, have, yeah. What works for me is I have a hot
1: water bottle uh, right. on my back. <laughs> a hot water bottle on your back? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how, how does that work? What, do you want, you have to strap it on or something? <laughs> no, I just,
0: I just lay on my back and I, I do a hot water bottle and it normally just gets me off straight to sleep. Archie, mate, right? So if you're face down in bed in your pants, right, how are you putting a hot water bottle on your back? It I would keep sliding off. What do you do? Tuck it into no, the top are of they, your trunks? Are they, are, they on my, are they on my back and then put the hot water bottle on my back from so laying on the hot water bottle? Oh, hang oh, on, right. So right. you're lying on
1: your back, but you're lying on top of a hot water bottle. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's correct, yeah. I thought you
1: were balancing <laughs> the hot water bottle on your back.
0: <laughs> me too. No. Flapping no, around like a seal, trying to keep it on. Yeah. So you reckon yeah, Richie I- tries this, he, he'll be straight off? Yeah, I think you will be straight off like a light. Right, and just one final thing, because they can be quite hot, can't they, hot yeah. water bottles? And you get that kind of like smell of like Nana's house type thing with them when they're really hot. Should Richie put it in something so that it's not going to burn his back? Because trying to explain yeah, that would yeah, be weird. Like a a pillowcase or smell like that. Anything really will do. Brilliant. All right, okay, I'm going to try the Archie method. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, Stu has sent in a picture of something. He says, my wife sprays this on her pillow. Works a treat. Rehypnol. (laughs) It's an aromatherapy
0: pillow mist. (laughs) (laughs) Pillow? Aromatherapy pillow mist. (laughs) If you're going to go, what a way to go. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I think I would just get irritated having a moist pillow. (laughs) Uh, Leonie says, sleep trick has to be the simple but effective top and tail trick. Just get out of bed, (laughs) (laughs) move your pillow to the bottom of the bed, get back in with your feet up the top of the bed as if you're top tailing. The mattress just hits different. It works a treat. I'm already stressing that I'm kicking my bedside lamp off. That is madness,
0: isn't it? It's not happening, I'm sorry. Your feet next to your alarm
1: clock? No, thank
0: you. Uh, Alan in Surrey says, my wife swears by thinking of names. Start at A, then think of five Girls' names and five boys' names, and then continue through the alphabet.
1: That's sleep tricks. Matt reckons he's got a great one. Right, take it away. Right. So the trouble is, when you're trying to get to sleep, is that you form narratives in your in your mind, and then you get caught on loops on that. So I don't know what you were thinking about last night when you're trying to get to
0: sleep. Naked at school.
1: Oh dear. Well, thanks for putting that in my head before I have my tea. Um, <laughs> but if you if you deliberately pick words that have no association with the other then you break those train of thoughts and therefore you don't build narratives in your head and, and go into those, um, you know, go down those
0: rabbit holes where you're, where you're building narratives and getting stressed about whatever it is. You sound like you've got um, a scientific background to this kind of disassociation thing that you're talking about.
1: Well, uh, yeah, but it's in food safety, not in the not in the power of dreams. Um, so it's almost like the reverse Timmy Mallet's Mallet's, Mallet's Mallet, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It is. It's, oh, Christ, we're, we're showing our ages
0: now, but yes, it's exactly the reverse of that. So, if I was to say so look, Let's word, word disassociation, then right. Mustn't on. pause, mustn't hesitate. Okay, uh, quack, quack, oink. Yeah. <laughs> look at the camera go, Bert. <laughs> look at each other go, back. <laughs> Uh Cheese. Um, moist. Oh, oh. Cheese isn't moist. That's a good point. It can be moist, though. It can, it can actually be a bit moist, though, some cheese. So I've just lost. So you've just lost that one. Play again. play again. Here we go. Ready? Uh, train station. Hand wash. Cows. Um, socks. It's How, actually quite good it's game. Just, it's good, isn't it? I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a moist <laughs> bit. Are, think... <laughs> are
1: you still there, Matt? Yeah, I have, yeah. i am right just thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed this... Uh, attempt to do in this, year. What, radio? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I listen to your attempt to do radio every day. Yeah, all right, mate. All right, sunshine, all right. <laughs> uh, Matt, good speech, you ma'am. Take care. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Now, can I tell you that sometimes of an evening, I like to treat myself to a glass of squash but in a wine glass. Oh, reckless. Very decadent. Uh, so sometimes you just want that bit extra. Do you know what I mean? feel a bit extra. So I did it last night, and I just thought for a joke, I'll put it on Twitter, see if anyone else does it. I got a very unexpected response. I couldn't believe how many people were getting in touch to tell me that that orange drink that you add water to that I was describing isn't called squash. Isn't it? They're saying it was not called squash. Like, squash, what are you talking about? And, and stuff like that. A barrage of things last night. I couldn't believe the amount of different things that people call it. So, for example, uh, my partner Katie calls it dilucy juice.
1: Never, never, never heard
0: of. I think it's a Geordie thing. dilute juice. Wow. Have you had their last of me? juice. Some people call it pop, which is just madness. It's not. That's not pop. Pop is fizzy. Exactly. So where do you stand on this? For me, it's always, it's always been squash. It's never been anything but squash. It's always been squash. So it's blown my mind. For you, always been squash. Always been squash. Orange squash, blackcurrant squash, always squash. So I mean, have we just by accident been living our lives wrong all this time? Are we doing wrong? I think so. It's madness. So I thought. Let's just, I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, and sometimes you can take solace in the fact of the normal things, you know, the mundane things in life. So we we try and settle this once and for all, and just ask yourself this question, what is the correct name for the orange dilutable soft drink that you add water to. We've all got it in our houses, we've all had it for years, but maybe we're calling it different things. Dave Jones says dilute juice, in block capitals, sounds like an Alexa command.
1: <laughs> uh, Carol Ann's actually got a um, little bit of a system here which I can get on board with, although I am like yourself, didn't even know there were options. 100% squash. If it's orange or lemon flavour, it's squash, says Carol. If it's lime, it's cordial. If it's blackcurrant,
0: it's ribena. Do you know what? I'm not having cordial. Cordial sounds like an 18th century ball game. All right? We're not (laughs) having that. Uh, Someone says on text here, in Barnsley, dilute squash used to be called let down pop. This gets worse. And then the uh, NHS direct, NHS have got involved uh, on Twitter and they add, our website refers to it as squash. No references to diluting juice or cordial. So that's that then. (laughs) The final word.
1: So many of these answers appear to be regional, which is why I'm giving a a location for Yeti, who's texted, she's in Sheffield, says let down pop. (laughs) Not sure if it's because it's flat uh, or it's disappointing.
0: Look, my my other half, Katie, is breastfeeding at the moment, Stella, and there's a thing called the letdown in breastfeeding. I wouldn't want to cross those two streams, (laughs) you know what I mean? Aldi, uh, Aldi Stores UK have tweeted to say not want to start an argument here, but that's definitely cordial, who do they think they are? Deliveroo... Say, squash, it's a hill they're going to die on. Wow. They're prepared to back it up. (laughs) Uh, Joe, what are you going with? (laughs) Cordial. Cordial? Who the hell do you think you are, Joe? A bit hoity-toity going around calling it cordial? It was. She did think she was a bit hoity-toity, yes. Who did? My nan. It was my nan that used to shout to us in the garden. Oh, right, so you're... Come come and get some cordial. Come and get some cordial. It's like out of an English summer garden Enid Blyton story, isn't it? How do your mates react when your nan shouts that out to you? Oh, they, did, they just looked. They just looked away. <laughs> so, going about your life now, then, Joe. Your, your nana called it cordial. What are you calling it when you shout it shout it out into the garden for people to come? A glass of squash. Good oh, man. oh, your nan. What would she say, oh, though, Joe? Fuming. Oh, she'd be. She'd be turning on. <laughs> Brilliant. Good to speak to you, Joe. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Turns out where you are in the country, nay, the world. Uh, is it, it means you say a different thing, you describe it as a different thing. It's not just called squash. What do you call it? That's the there, question. There's Chuck in Jobs with uh, Bruce, who's in North Yorkshire, so there's
1: the, the region. He says, I call it squash, my wife calls it juice, but I'm an army child, and we were when we were ever at army events, it was called jungle juice.
0: That's a new one on me. There you go. Uh, there's an amazing one that's coming here. John has done a flow chart for us, and it goes like this. Do you dilute it? If yes... Then you ask yourself the second question, is it syrupy? If yes, it's cordial. If no, it's squash. Let's do the other side of the uh, tree. Do you dilute it? No. The second question then, is it carbonated, in brackets fizzy, for clarity? If yes, it's pop. If no, it's juice. I'd say that's spot on. I'm going to laminate that and take it to Tesco (laughs) next time I'm down there. There's some great stuff coming in. Uh, Dave says, lads, my missus calls squash dilutant, uh, which is is interesting. Sounds like some kind of... uh, Something Uh, going in an engine. Mechanical in many ways. Uh, Cat Rad says, I've had entire arguments on this topic with my husband. For clarity, me, southerner, squash, him, Midlander, juice. It's not juice. Juice is poured straight from a carton. Or if you're fancy, freshly squeezed. And another person adding, I will die on this hill, which is the phrase of the evening. (laughs) Have we got Chris on the line? Chris, what do you call it where you're from?
1: Um, As far as I know, it's the diluted orange. I mean,
0: it says it at the bottom of my bottle, diluted juice. So, I mean, I'm from Belfast, so it's definitely not a Geordie thing. Okay, so if we we go into a Belfast shop then it's 100% called di- diluted juice yeah whether it's orange or blackcurrant or strawberry or whatever flavour it is it's diluted what, yeah. what if what if I went into into uh, turn up at a party in Belfast and said that look guys I've brought the cordial well cordial yes oh ok yep Chris, more accommodating I, than I thought. Cordial or diluted, yeah. I just want to ask you for
1: one, one more time, <laughs> just to make sure you're telling the truth here. So if we went into Tesco, Belfast, and said to a shop assistant in there, caught them in the middle of the aisle and said, where is your diluted juice? They would bring you straight
0: to it. Okay, well, you know, if if I trust Chris. Chris seems like yeah. a straight-up guy. We'll go, we're coming to Belfast yeah. and we're going to go for some uh, d- diluted juice. Yeah, that's it. Good man. <laughs> right, cheers. <laughs> All right, good luck, thanks. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
1: Patting myself on the back today. Uh, I don't know whether you've been having this as well, but I've been uh, getting daily emails bombarded with emails telling me to change my password here at Absolute Radio. I've finally done it with about nine days to go. Oh, good on you. I find it a very anxious thing, changing passwords. I, I, I feel that this is happening
0: increasingly more often. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things now that you've got little passwords for. That um, I presume everyone's got a document. Have you got a document? A parchment? I have to, like, put it under my mattress.
1: I know that it is the... Specific advice not to do that. But I do also have <laughs> a document named, with all passwords written down. Named along.
0: just something that's going to throw off a, a, cru- <laughs> uh, a crook as well, like a <laughs> cooking recipe for uh, one-pot <laughs> <laughs> meals. And it's all your passwords. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: how, how how do people not have that? I mean, I, everyone says, don't keep a list of passwords. But how do people have all these different passwords and then change them all the time with not having a list somewhere?
0: If you're listening to this right now, and you, you've told people out loud that you know your your... your iCloud password by heart, you're a liar. (laughs) No-one knows what that is. What is that? I
1: think we've hit upon something here, Bush. Andrew says, have a number at the end and increase it by one every time. Easy when it says wrong password, you just
0: add one. That would mean you'd need to know the previous one, and that would be a problem.
1: (laughs) And Darren says, I've bought a notebook for all my passwords. I know it's against all the advice, but if someone breaks into my house and really wants to log into BoardGameGeek, then they're welcome to it. Oh, my God, I love board games. I'm on
0: there all the time. (laughs) The weird thing for me is that um, we've been going through managers left, right and centre at Everton. I used to name a manager as one of my passwords. passwords yeah now i mean i haven't changed it whilst lampard's been on before you start trying to hack me but um it's been a long time since i've had a manager that i've liked enough to want them to have be part of my password my uh previous password system i can tell you my old one now (laughs) i'd go through old
1: names of arsenal football club um before they became arsenal so my most recent one was dial square 1886 how do you mean what do you mean well but that's what they that's what they were called when they were first formed really yeah Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, 1886. Dial? Dial Dial Square. Is that what I asked me to be called? Yes, what they to be called. Yeah. Well, wow, you did get a name upgrade, didn't you? <laughs> heard a threat used by uh, a grandmother to her child that I had not heard wow. <laughs> since my childhood. If I have to tell you again, you'll be sorry. Now Ooh. you never really know what the sorry is going to be. It's one of those sort of things that it's kind of gone out of parenting, hasn't it? And it was interesting hearing a grandparent using it because that's kind of the generation that still are.
0: Weirdly enough, right? I, I said to Thea, my middle daughter, just yesterday. I won't tell you again, yeah. but, but, and I didn't. You don't go as far as like you'll be sorry. You'll be sorry is like a next level. It is step one, isn't it? Do you know yeah. what I mean?
1: So you, probably if you if you've gone with I won't tell you again to Thea, yeah, you maybe got that next one to go to. The whole, if I have to tell you again... Then you'll be sorry. sorry. But then you never really want to do the sorry, because you don't know what the sorry's going to be, because it's kind of like a threat of a threat that's never going to
0: happen. Well, see, my, my nan used to come up with some really weird stuff when I was a kid. She used to say that she would give us, and I don't know what this is, give us the Bells of Shannon. <laughs> have you ever Googled that? I don't know what it is. I don't know what the Bells of Shannon are, but we didn't go any further and didn't want to get it. Put it that way.
1: Uh, do we have
0: any update on the Bells of Shannon? <laughs> do you know what I've... Obviously, my nan used to say, "Uh, be careful or I'll give you the bells of Shannon. Yeah. And we never knew what that was. Because she was a scouser, Irish scouser. I've just Googled it and it's ended up in uh, the Urban Dictionary. Oh, that's never a good good start. I can't go into it, but just to paraphrase, (laughs) use the final sentence. It's a euphemism for giving it your all during intercourse. (laughs) Apparently. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. It's midweek games night, the Winter Olympics sound. Gladly is no more. Finally, that was uh, the sword was put in it last week. Thank you for everyone who got in touch with that. The big question on everyone's lips, though, is where do the boys go from here? Well, I'll tell you what, this week's midweek games night is based on two truths, and undisputable truths. Everybody loves dogs, and everybody loves card games. And that's why tonight we are playing a game that we like to call Play Your Dogs Rights." <laughs> It's going to be a winner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you know your dogs, then you need to get in touch with us right now, because what a prize package there is to be won. Uh, we are talking about the home face mask, the home-time tea towel, the home-time badges, the signed Bush and Ritchie photo, all in the absolute radio Hessian
0: bag. Now, so if you're kind of into dogs, no offence, don't want to put you off, but... You probably don't know enough to get involved with the competition, so just stay out the way. Do you if, know what I mean?
1: If 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 we were to say to you a breed of a dog, and you can immediately picture them in your mind, then I'd say you are the kind of person we need to hear from.
0: That's a, otherwise no offence, bit of a chance that so you're probably not going to get anywhere in the no, competition. Exactly. So, and we're just being honest about
1: it. We don't want you like you know on national radio being embarrassed like not knowing your dogs.
0: Time to play our brand new game: Play your dogs right. <laughs> A hot new game for a Wednesday night to test your true knowledge of dogs. Uh, Richie's going to tell you about the prizes in a second. Let's meet our contestants very quickly. Julian, where do you hail from?
1: Oh, hi. Uh, North
0: Muscombe, Nottinghamshire. Good man. Got a dog? Oh, yes. Out of of ten, what would you describe your knowledge of dogs as? Oh, uh, solid seven and a half. No, Yeah. Seven and
1: a (laughs) half. Okay, solid seven and a half. He's not sure about that. He's not sure.
0: Uh, And let's go to Sam on the other line. Hi, Sam. Where are you from? And how much do you know dogs? Hey, um, I'm from Somerset. Uh, I'd give it an eight out of ten. Okay. Just pipping Julian there by 0.5 of a star. And have you got a dog? Feeling confident. I do have a dog. What you got? Uh, Mine is a husky cross labrador. Brilliant. What's your one called? Uh, She's called Riley. Riley. We didn't ask Julian. Julian, what's your dog called? Uh, He's called Oscar. He's an English Springer.
1: Brilliant. Okay, now we know where we stand. We do indeed. Uh, So, Julian, (laughs) you are first through. Uh, You are first through. So, um, with Play Your Dogs Right, you are the contestant that is in control. And if after the five dogs that we go through, you're still in control, then you win. But if at any point you get an answer wrong, control will pass to Sam and the same process stands. If Sam's in control at the end of the five dogs, then she wins. Does everyone understand? Got it. Got it. Yep. Great. Ready for action. Okay. Right. So, uh, dog number one is uh, a golden retriever. It weighs 34 kilos. That's our starter dog. That's the starter dog, all right? Golden retriever, 34 kilos. So, first question to you, Julian. Uh, a bulldog. Is a bulldog heavier or lighter than a golden retriever? A bulldog. Standard bulldog is heavier. It's lighter at 25 kilos. Oh. Control passes to That's Sam.
0: Over to Sam. Greyhound. Okay, the next dog is a greyhound. Is a greyhound heavier or lighter than the bulldog? Lighter. Oh, it's heavier, it's 40 kilos. Mm. It's going really well, this. Uh,
1: (laughs) Back with you, Julian. (laughs) Both of them haven't met a dog in their life, I don't reckon. Uh, Julian, a corgi. Is a corgi heavier or lighter than a greyhound? Lighter.
0: It is indeed. (laughs) 14 kilos. It stays with you. Stay in control. Next one then, shih tzu. Is a shih tzu heavier or lighter than a corgi? Lighter. You're right. (laughs) 7.5 kilos. So this is the crunch
1: question, it's the final dog. Get this right, you win the prize package, which we'll go through again in a second. Get this wrong, uh, and by default, best process in life, Sam will win the prize package. Wow, what about that? So, Julian, what a game this has been. (laughs) (laughs) Stop laughing. Pomeranian. Is a Pomeranian heavier or lighter than a Shih Tzu? Lighter. At 3.5 kilos, you win yourself the home-time face mask, the home-time tea towel, the home-time badges, the signed Bush and Richie Polaroid, all in the Absolute Radio Hessian bag. Oh, you can keep make me a winner, boys.
0: This is great. Fantastic. <laughs> Love it. Thanks so much. And Sam, thanks for being a good sport as well. You have yourself a brilliant Wednesday night.
1: Regular listeners will know to this show uh, that I hate eyes. You know I hate eyes. You'd know that in a quiz, wouldn't you? I hate eyes. You're not a fan of eyes. Awful with eyes. So squeamish. So really not looking forward to my optician's appointment tomorrow at five past one, am I? Deary me. The other side of that is, though, it's just a routine eye test, but I will probably need a new set of glasses. The current ones are about two, three years old, Uh so probably needing an update. This is where I think it would be handy if you came with
0: me. What do you mean? What's this, What, bring a friend? or I mean you union rep? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you, you see, look, once I've had the eye test done, I'm going to need new glasses, and that's pressure. You know, you wear glasses, I wear glasses uh, uh, yeah. a fair bit. You're more famous for it than me, but I do wear glasses a fair bit. And when you, when you choose those rims, they live with you then for the next year and a bit, don't
0: they? The weird thing is now with glasses and frames and stuff, the, the, what I used to do when I used to go for an eye test is I would then always, as a joke, if I was there with a girlfriend or whatever, try on all the... The clear see through ones, the <laughs> ones that make you look like Deirdre Barlow, yeah. and look at, well, oh, yes, yeah. we're. they're the ones that are in fashion now.
1: I know. And even though I know they're in fashion, <laughs> I've got to say, they look awful. <laughs> they right, do... I'm going to do the Emperor's New Clothes thing. They look absolutely awful and someone needs to say. They look so bad.
0: So you you want to say tonight on the show, stop it, end it with the whole see-through, clear glasses frames thing. This is why I want you to
1: come with me tomorrow because I know you would be honest, all right? I would try on some frames and I want you to look at them and go, mate, you look an idiot. Do
0: you know what? It'd be like, uh, you know, uh, in uh, like an 80s movie when someone's trying on a load of clothes and it's like a yes or no thing. <laughs> Huey Lewis and the News type moment. So five past one, you Free? Do you know what? I am busy. I'm so sorry. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. I hope
1: you enjoyed uh, today's uh, Daily Takeaway. Just uh, another food to add to the uh, memorial wall: uh, surf and turf.
0: Oh, surf and turf. It's weird, isn't it? Like, oh, fancy steak, but I also really fancy scampi at the same time. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so weird.
1: Uh, if you have any <laughs> foods that you are mourning at home time at Absolute Radio dot co dot uk that's our address isn't it yeah and mark your email <laughs> how's that like <black> a <laughs> sleep doing for you <laughs> really badly <laughs>